Hello, everyone. My name is Wilka Nascimento. I am the Leadership Talks podcast host. And today I have a very special guest from Brazil, uh, Ulysses Mahedos. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Good afternoon or good morning to everybody. And thank you very much for the invitation, Wilka. Oh, my pleasure, Lizzie. So I'm super excited today because before we get to business, I just want to congratulate both of our teams, Portugal and Brazil, for amazing, spectacular show yesterday uh, at the World Cup. So shout out to both countries. And um, I really hope, you know, people are excited as we are, right, Ulysses? <laughs> yes, it was amazing yesterday after the, the, the match of Portugal, seeing them Brazil winning and being here in Brazil. Um, it was amazing, the whole atmosphere and also the whole uh, vibe that was going around, and especially because we have won, so it was really, really nice. Yeah, yeah. So you are the general manager, Lises, at the Copacabana Palace Hotel in Rio. How was the celebration yesterday? If you could share with us a little bit. Well, it was uh, here in our hotel. We have a big screen for the guests to enjoy uh, the, the, the games. And just 200 or 300 meters from the hotel, we have a huge fan zone where more than 30,000 people, they could... Uh, uh, see the game, they could uh, enjoy also some shows from uh, different artists. So it was amazing, and especially after the game, as Brazil won, it was a big celebration and everybody having fun. But I think the, the, the biggest celebration will be really when Brazil will be the winner of the World Cup. So we'll see how it goes. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Even though you're from Portugal, right, Elise? Yes, well, we will be there. If it's not Portugal, it's going to be Brazil. So, but I'm, I'm putting a little bit more of faith, unfortunately, in Brazil than in Portugal. But uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Good stuff. Good stuff. But uh, how long have you been uh, working in Brazil, first of all? And if you could share with us and the listeners, right, like in terms of leadership, what are the uh focus of your leadership to your team there at the Copacabana Palace and Hotel? Well, at the moment, I've been working here for the last, well, almost two years. So it's going to be two years in the, in the end of next month. And, um, well, we went through a very tough and very uh, challenging situation with COVID, like everyone else in the world. Uh, but especially the tourism and also the hotel business, it was uh, highly impacted uh, because we didn't have the, the tourists, we didn't have people traveling, so we had to shut the hotel for uh, four months. <clears throat> and uh, then, well, since, since uh, we have opened the hotel, and especially since October of last year, uh, the challenge was really to manage the expectations of everybody that was coming here because uh, the, 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 the Brazilian market is very resilient and the rebound of the business, it was huge. So we had to adapt quickly. In the middle of the storm, we had still uh, another, another wave of, uh, of COVID variants, uh, Omicron by the beginning of this year. But since then, it has been amazing, uh, the response of our guests, and we are very grateful to them. Uh, in terms of the team, we have a team here of um, 500 people, roughly. Um, it's a big hotel. We have 239 rooms. 
We have uh, three restaurants. We have uh, we are most probably the only hotel in South America with the two Michelin star restaurants. Uh, we have a huge event space, so the the most desirable uh, space, most probably here in Rio, and if not in Brazil, to do big celebrations. So the most important celebrations usually they happen here: weddings, um, company uh, retreats, company celebrations. It's a place to celebrate, uh, really. And um, to face all of that, the main focus is on excellence and quality. Not always we, we are able to achieve 100%, but uh, it's a big focus that we have. It's in um, not only honoring the past, but also to inspire the future, because hotel, it's a hotel that is going to be with 100 years in next year. And uh, in terms of the teams, it's to raise the awareness and the importance of uh, doing it right and in terms of achieving excellence. That we will never achieve, but we will always be pursuing it and we will always be you know, striving to, to deliver more and better to our guests. So that's a little bit the motto uh, that we have here in terms of um, focus uh, on our daily activities or in terms of our um, activities here in the hotel. I must say that um, I have been to the hotel actually last year when I was um, visiting my family. Um, I had a chance to see on the theater um, Coppa, which is the history. It was a musical um, telling the history of the hotel, right? Like that was the first five-star hotel built in Brazil and um, many, many years ago with all of the VIP gases and like the it's, it was so beautiful, this theater, to be honest with you. I have seen quite a few Broadway shows myself here in New York, but that theater, that particular um, vibe that was there in the hotel and the audience, and it was a beautiful musical and definitely an unforgettable experience. So huge shout out to your team, you know, because I know uh, being a big hotel as such, you know, um, having a theater as well, it can be challenging at times, right? No, it's, uh, it's challenging, but it's also amazing because to have, uh, just to have the theater, something that we have opened to the society and something that we have opened to the, to the Cariocas, the people here from Rio de Janeiro, it was amazing to receive so many people like you when you were here and to, to discover the theater because the theater was closed for almost 30 years uh, and we have made this major refurbishment. It was not even a refurbishment because we have completely cleaned up the whole old theater. Uh, the building, the whole building where Copacabana is, it's, uh, it's a whole block and uh, it's a protected building. Uh, and we are protected by the three uh, spheres of the patrimonio, the heritage department. So basically we have to, we have to rebuild the theater in accordance with these three bodies from the heritage department, from the general government of the country, with the local municipality and also with the state. Uh, and it was such an amazing work that uh, our, uh, the architect, Ivan Rezende, he even was named uh, Architect of the Year by the Association of Architects here in, in Brazil. It was really, really amazing to open it because we have opened the theater, the theater, 
and private shows, private events. But the first one that it was open to the general public, it was the one that you have seen, Musical do Copa. So basically, it's the, it's the story of the Copacabana Palace until the moment that the hotel was sold in 89 to our company. Uh, and it's a beautiful story where you have, where you could laugh a lot, where you could cry. Uh, it was really, really, it's so nice that we wanted to, we want to bring it back again. Oh my gosh, you have to give me the agenda when you guys are back because I'm actually going to Brazil next month to, you know, enjoy the holidays with family, but I would love to stop by and check it out as well. Um, but I also, I must say, um, after the, the theater, the show, I went to the hotel front desk and I wanted to dine at the restaurant. The concierge, he was so amazing. He made the reservation for me for the following. It was like a Friday night that I saw the show. And then he made a reservation for like Tuesday night at the Italian restaurant. And it was like the care, the attention, you know, he sent me a confirmation via uh, email because I was not staying at the hotel. Um, and it was just so... I felt really, really nice because, you know, as a solo traveler at the time and, you know, most of the times I do my trips by myself, it was really nice to see that care and attention. So shout out to your concierge team and the front office there at the hotel. Thank you very much. I'm glad that it went well. And uh, yeah, at least we tried. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was amazing. So what is the, in terms like when you are, I know that you have worked in many countries. Uh, you worked in Spain, in Portugal. Now you are there in Brazil. What is the, um, um, the takeaways that you, or the challenges or similarities that you see in those groups and different teams being, you know, in different countries in Europe and then in South America and so on? Uh, well, I've, as you mentioned, not many countries that I've worked, but in a couple of them that's uh, around the world. So in Portugal, in Spain, I worked also in, in, in an island in, in, uh, in Portugal, which is a, a little bit of a different kind of culture also. Um, and I've worked also in the Maldives. Um, in the end of the day, this is a people's business, uh, the hotel business. Uh, most probably all the businesses are people business because without people, you know, it doesn't work. So, um, but here it's a lot uh, people business done through people, by people, you know, for people or to people. So it's always people around. So uh, one of the, 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 the one of the, the big, big things that we always have, it's people. And sometimes... Uh, it's not easy to deal with all these people, <laughs> being it all our stakeholders, employees, uh, clients, um, the investors, local community. So all that people, they make the hotel what the hotel is in the end of the day. And uh, I love it. Uh, and uh, there is a lot of similarities because we are all humans after all, you know. So... I believe that there are very, very, very nice similarities. And then you have, you know, culture that is uh, slightly different. For instance, here I'm in Rio de Janeiro at the moment, and it's much more of an open spirit than in other places where I've worked. The level of uh, energy and positivity from the karaoke, it's really amazing. And that's why we have so many people 
visiting the city not only because of the you know the beauty of the city because it's really a beautiful city but also the energy that the people have here so that's something that is also very very nice in the end of the day we are human so uh, i think that part you know it's very similar all over the world but here i think there is a spirit that is very much open and very much willing to welcome and to receive the others that it's something that i like very much here in rio de janeiro Wow, that's excellent. Thank you for sharing. And of course, you know, I'm super happy to hear the positive, you know, that you highlight the positivity of the Brazilian folks, um, especially, you know, being there and working throughout the pandemic and so on. So in terms of um, a leadership, right, the name of the show is leadership. What do you expect from your management team from day one, once they are hired to, you know, of course, work and lead by example, but like what is the top three expectations that you as a general manager share with, you know, your managers that you hire to develop and also to maintain that leadership to the, the level of employees? Well, in terms of, uh, in terms of uh, leadership, um, well, here I try to lead as much as I can by the example also, you know, trying to, because people usually, it's not only what you tell them, but what they see you do, to, what, you, what they see you doing that uh, most probably will impact them in a positive way, I hope. <laughs> Sometimes we think that we are doing the right thing and maybe we are not doing the right thing. Um, but what I try is to develop people and it's one of, the, one of, the, one of, my, one of my passions it's to de develop people so they can flourish in their careers. So when I see that there is potential in someone, or if that someone is raising their hand and saying, guys, I would like really to, you know, pursue my career and I'd like to, to develop my career and I'd like to learn more. I'm always very happy to assist. And it's one of the things that we do here that I think we do quite well. We have a trainee program that is very, very nice. So we have around 35 trainees here in the hotel. And uh, every month we have um, one, of, one member of the executive team doing, it's two sessions, one in the morning and one in the afternoon. So we can get everybody then um, sharing their career path, what they have achieved, how they start to work and so on. And also sharing their knowledge in their area of expertise. So I think that's a very nice program because it's not only an on-job on training, but also to share in the, in the classroom, the experiences that key people in, of the hotel had throughout their career, and also to share with the trainees their area of expertise. And this is very well perceived by the trainees that we have here. Um, we have also uh, uh, um, a program where we develop people by uh, adding them to several courses that we do here or that we uh, get from other institutions, being universities or hotel schools or um, associations. And that it's also something that I think it's important also to develop uh, new talent. Uh, and then we also uh, give the chance, and we are part of a bigger company, so Copacabana Palace does not stand alone here um, in Rio. 
we are we are part of a bigger bigger company that operates in 23 countries and we have 46 business units and uh, we give the chance to people to do cross exposures not only within the departments of the hotel but also uh, just last month we had someone here a colleague from another hotel spending one month with us because that person she would like to improve her skills and she would like to see a bigger operation in terms of uh, events and if there is a hotel that has a lot of events we are one of them and um, it was really nice to have her here and to help her to grow so uh, once again, I think uh, leading people and leading companies uh, or having the chance to guide them or having the chance to be guided by them, you know, it's uh, something that it's important and uh, for uh, a leader uh, and uh, it's something that I love to do also here within my job uh, in the hotel. Wow, that's amazing. And uh, I didn't know about the training program that you have, but, you know, I was one of them in terms of, you know, I finished my university in Brazil, I start working in hotels there. And then I said, you know, let me do a training program abroad because I wanted my English, you know, to be improved at the time. Um, you know, being from a small town in Brazil, Cuiabá, Mato Grosso State, um, you know, there was not many international visitors to explore the language and practice. But, you know, I think uh, it really, you know, you broad your uh, horizon, right? And then like, uh, for example, if a director of sales share their experience with the team members, it's really, you know, it's a way to inspire, you know, that, you know, team member working at the restaurant or at the front desk to be, make sure, you know, they are like familiar what the director of sales do um, and what is their responsibilities as well. And that's phenomenal because, you know, I think also prior uh, when I was on property as, you know, a salesperson, I always had that connection with, you know, the front desk team because I've done that job, right? So it's like you go on these steps and the, you know, the, the steps throughout the career in sharing with people, you know, that how you started is definitely, you know, important. So I know that you're super busy, but I wanted to ask what's going on for the New Year's Eve in Rio and what is expectations for the summer in Q1 2023? Well, at the moment, uh, we are getting ready for the Réveillon for the New Year's Eve year. So especially this year, because we'll get into our 100 years of existence as a hotel, uh, we are going to enhance even further the traditional New Year's Eve that we do in our hotel. We are expecting to have a huge party by the beach in front of the hotel because um, uh, after two years of uh, non-existence of this huge party that we have here, usually around one and a half million people in, in front of the hotel, and it's a, a big celebration. Uh, so we expect really this year to have uh, a lot of people around and finally have a, a proper new New Year's Eve celebration here in uh, in, uh, in Rio. Inside the hotel, we're going to have uh, especially two areas where we are focusing and we are putting a lot of energy. One is by the pool and the other one is uh, by the, the, the main uh, event space that is called the um, Golden Room where we will have bands, there will be a magnificent buffet, free flow champagne the whole night. Um, 
and it's already sold out. So this is really uh, one month uh, ahead of of uh, of uh, New Year's Eve. So we are basically with just a few seats uh, to sell in our in our event space and uh, the hotel. In terms of the rooms, uh, we are at the moment with the waiting list. So um, Q1, it's looking also very very good. So so. 2022 for most of the luxury hotels in the world was a very good year. Um, it was phenomenal. So way above even some of the best years that we ever had here in, in, in our case. But in general, it was a very good year in terms of uh, the luxury hotels throughout the world. And still on the top of that, we are seeing a very good pace uh, for Q1 and strong demand coming big time because basically what happened here in Brazil and also in Rio de Janeiro was that uh, until three months ago, three, four months ago, we didn't have you know, a big number of uh, foreigners. Uh, now it's picking up the foreigners uh, big time and the direct flight connections that we are enjoying at the moment, since three weeks ago, we have a direct flight connection to New York and we saw immediately the impact uh, here in uh, in Rio, or at least in our hotel, uh, we have also now since three weeks ago Emirates flying once again, and we 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 know that Delta they are going to fly also to Rio de Janeiro from the states. So when you have the direct connection, usually you end up creating the demand somehow, you know. So that's why we expect a, a very good quarter one that is usually our strongest quarter of the year. Excellent. Yeah, actually, I was able to, I had to make a change on my flight going to Brazil next next month because I was flying to Sao Paulo. But then I'm thinking, you know, it's already cold here in the States and I'm like, I want to go to the beach. <laughs> so, you know, I made the change actually on my flight and I'm going to fly to Rio uh, from New York City. But thank you so much. I love the insights. I love you, your leadership insights, sharing how you handle your team there at the Copacabana Policy hotel in Rio. And I wish you guys a wonderful New Year's Eve event because I know in Rio is a gorgeous and, you know, it's a lot of people celebrating. Uh, I was there, you know, uh, last year for the celebration, but, you know, I really see as well in terms of, you know, even on flying last year to Brazil, uh, that amount of um international travel going back it's it's amazing and just you know walking on the beach in the Casado, so many tourists you hear every language you know and one of the things that i encourage people to do uh all the time because i'm a huge advocate for travel of course is you know don't believe everything you hear right just make it happen for yourself and take a trip and explore the city because it's really uh, Rio, it's definitely one of the most enchanting and gorgeous place to visit in Brazil, of course, in the world as well. Thank you so much, Ulysses. Thank you very much. Bye-bye here from the Cidade Maravilhosa. <laughs> thank you. I love it. I love it. Have a great um, New Year's and thank you for participating.